Welcome to LFG 1904 show. Yeah. Wow. You're real somber today. <laughs> you know the fucking there deal. He is. Let's fucking go. <laughs> What's cracking? Hey. Damn, I'm just, I'm in a, I'm in my zen state. I'm in my flow state right now. We, Sorry. We went to the gym. It's a morning show. It's a morning show. I love fucking morning shows. Morning man. shows I'm are the best. So zen. Goddamn. So, again, joined by Dustin. Yep. I'm oh, Rafa. God damn it, Rafa. He's out here making these meal preps. If you ain't heard by now, go check out Rafa's meal prep. He's putting out some dank dank for the low low. Let's go check that out. Every meal so far that I've had, honest to God, has been really good. Yeah. And I would and I would tell you, like, that's fucking trash because I'm am I'm a fucking meal prep meal prep critic. Yeah. I'm just, I really am. I don't have some respect. Many. I am fucking Rafa today. Ooh! Oh, if you me. don't know, now you know, baby. We got Clay on the show. We got our homeboy story time with Art. Mr. R.E., how you doing? Yo, yo, yo. It's good to be here, fellas. Story and, time uh, with Art, Phil baby. and Rafa. Yeah. <laughs> Phil and Rafa. That's me, son. Is I know. That, I want to burn Rafa right now, but I won't because it's, <laughs> it might not. Live. It and might not and come. he's living his dreams, you know? Let him do it. He is. Chasing them down. <sighs> Today, we just wanted to do a little chop-up episode. I fucking always enjoy hearing you just talk in general. Art, you're very well-versed. I want to say well-versed, but you have great vocabulary, and you're very smart, and you read a lot, which, to me, those three things line up, and I'm like, that's a smart dude. I need that dude in my circle. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate <laughs> nice that. Nice fingers man. up, too. That was great. It, it <laughs> always hasn't been like that. Like, for most of my life, I really didn't read. My dad always said, read this. You know, he'd tear up. Read some Reader's Digest heartfelt little story, and I just was like, oh, no thanks. You know, I didn't have, I don't know if I had ADD or what, but yeah, the past five years, I've, I've come to love reading a lot more, and it just really has opened my mind up and, um, you know, expanded my consciousness. Fuck yeah. yeah. That's solid. Yeah, again, yeah. again, great. Hey, he's word too choice. smart for us right now. Yeah, hold on, hold on, homie. Hey, we need to drink hey, our hey, coffee hey, first. Homie, so. You're gonna need to fucking, you <laughs> know, what down, like, turn it down, down a little. Down. Down. No, I don't try to use fancy words that I don't have to. To be honest, because it's right. pointless. If you're using vocabulary, because I, you know, I've heard people speak, and I'm like, dude, know your audience. No one <laughs> cares that you're a professor at UCSD and you're using all these crazy vocabulary right. words to. You know, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. all right, whatever. Right. Hey, I'll be honest with you, man. When I first met you, cause you came in and out a few times and when you came back, it might've been the last time. I don't know, but I heard you share and you speak really well, but you're really loud. Yeah, you know I what I mean? Really and I was loud, like, speak from the I was like, holy shit. Like it grows just, though. He starts just, off kind of slow and then he gets like, that's what I'm saying though. Yeah. It, like at first I was like taken back by it. I'm like, wow. You know what I mean? Like he's really trying to let motherfuckers hear him. But when you start listening to your message, you know what I mean? I was like, holy fuck. So it was one of those things like, whoa, he's really fucking loud. And then like, hold up, fuck on. He means like, it. You are yeah. really speaking some truth right now, bro. It's passion. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, it really it. is. I mean, we all have characteristics innate to our like personality. And, and lately I've been going to a place to work on public speaking. And someone said that. Um, man, you're really loud, you know, but I got a lot of compliments on it too. No, it's a compliment. So, no, I'm not, yeah. I, no, I'm 100%. It's no, a compliment. No, I appreciate that. And because when you speak, people listen. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Um, and it's all about, I guess, timing and, you know, you know, knowing when to fluctuate your voice, you know, but we're, you know, we all ha are self-conscious to a certain extent and 100%. I get a little self-conscious and I don't know if it's because I had a, you know, when I'm talking to, to my mom, she's really loud. And my dad, he he wore hearing aids. So when he wasn't 
wearing oh. them. He had a, I had a talk loud. So I really yeah. don't know where it stems from, you know, but yeah. It's I, a great I, thing, Art. Oh, it's thanks. I appreciate no, it. Yeah, it really yeah, yeah. is. Makes you want to listen. And it's great exactly. to be here. Yeah. And Rafa's not here, but his prep meals I'm right are here. fire. Fucking fucking ghost. Hello. I love people who are entrepreneurs. I have one to my left right here and you guys are doing your own thing. And I really admire that, man. That's why I'm, gr- I'm really glad to be here. Straight Try up. It's a, it's an auditory sensation. Like, because I I speak for my diaphragm too, and I also have been told that I'm pretty loud myself. But it just it just exactly what Clay said. It just captures attention and like it stimulates people, and they're like exactly what Dustin said. You know what I mean? Like, oh fuck, he's spitting some heat. Yeah, it keeps his focus too. Right, right. Yeah. Because there are like I would never say who they are, but there are people. Say it. In, no, <laughs> I, 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 I mean honestly, I want to, but but it's like you know they get name. up they get up there and share, and it's like. Drop Jesus some contracts Christ. right now, it's homie. Sleepy time. You know what I mean? It's like you're doing this whole persona. Hey, shut this out. So you know what I mean? I was and it's like, bro, no. You know what I mean? Hey, the cool part is we know exactly who the yeah, fuck you're I know. talking about. Well, it's There's like B Graph used to do that shit a lot though too. <laughs> Damn. No, I. All right. So no, when I he first it. came back around, he would act like he was doing like he was already fucking through with his steps. <laughs> hey, my name is B Graph, and I'm a hey, uh, addict's my problem. Bug. <laughs> okay, listen. But no, what I'm saying Don't listen. do what I do, you know, but you guys need to do it, all right? If you really want to get better, you guys got to do it. And if you want to do it eventually, sponsor, but if you want right to hear. Hey, you know what? I think I talked to ghetto too when I'm in my mode. I it Everybody turns does. ghetto. Like yeah. my my inside voice in my head is ghetto. Yeah. For yeah. sure. And it's fun either. to, to Well, speak I grew up girl. in an area where like Hold on, my stuff is fucking. Our first sponsor, Zen. Jesus oh Christ, that's a horrible. Oh, that was God. Get it. Don't ever disrespect God. Zen, dude. Our next sponsor is Zen Spearmint <laughs> Six, baby. Get <laughs> your ass up and get some. I'm Love a peppermint man myself. You got him addicted to that too. You oh, bro, no, I did on this. I turned everybody. <laughs> I think I'm gonna buy a pack after this, bro. Here, try it. Fucking you still fucking with nicotine? Oh, bro, what are you I'll talking about? Try He's, show. Come on. Before one. the show, he probably smoked four <laughs> Marlboro fucking Reds. No doubt. <laughs> like, back to back. Let me fucking try one. No. So on the East Coast, <laughs> no. there's a lot more. No. It's a completely fucking different. Like, I would have to take you guys out there to experience it. It's so much different. Like, there's no clapping. But at the same time, they're like after somebody's done sharing, everybody in the meeting will say, "I love you lots." Like there's a big love portion on the East Coast of what the meetings we go to. Like hmm. it's all embodied in love because they're out in them streets. Not that they're not here, but and then like the message you get, you get people that will stand on their soapbox, and sometimes they spit some fire, but sometimes they they're just. Listen, I was out doing it, and now look at me. I got a fucking Bentley, or I got fucking this, or I got, and, like, they focus on material shit. But the dudes, like, you'll have dudes that have 20 years clean and just can't, like, they're still renting, living in a halfway house, but fucking have all the all the spirituality and recovery that you're looking for. So it's, I don't know, it's completely different. I would have to take you guys to experience it, because you'd be like, God damn, it's a completely different universe than it is out here. But, yeah. I, well, you know, I, mean, I was never able to stay, you know, clean <laughs> out there, so. <laughs> hey, the material shit is what kept what kept me here in the beginning, though. When I would hear people, when you ain't got shit, yeah, yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. "Fuck, I want a fucking Porsche." Right, you're telling that's me, you're telling me, all I gotta do is not use drugs, and I'm gonna get this shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, yeah. nice things are exactly that. Nice, just right. like, like guys you know, like stay in meetings and shit because women are there. It's the what? same shit. That's very, very true. Very, very. If you're gonna sit here and lie, walk the fuck out. Yeah, no, the thing, you know, my material things, like. I've already accomplished those and it was like pretty early. So it was my standards and my, my thought process was really slim. You know what I mean? Of like what I wanted, 
but that's the beauty behind recovery. It's like the more you grow, the more you're going to want and yeah. and bigger and better things that they just come along. You know, it's not like I fucking think about them, you know what I mean? Or manifest them. They just, the shit just happens. But I remember for me, it was like to get my driver's license and not to be able to get pulled over for like an suspended license. Cause it happened 50 fucking times. You know what I mean? Like I literally went to jail fucking for three days, like multiple times because I didn't have a fucking license. <laughs> oh, that's fucking <laughs> and brutal. The impound, you know what I mean? Like being in downtown San Diego for a fucking three day turnaround is the worst. Right. However, the drugs were fantastic <laughs> because you're in the, you're in the zone. You're, you're, you're right. You're zone. right there, dude. But yeah, like little things, you know what I mean? Like get a fucking car, you know what I mean? But <clears throat> it I took, mean, it's that, really freeing. That even took a while. Yeah. It's really freeing, you know, driving and not having to worry about the cops. Yeah. And, and one thing with material things is like, a lot of people enjoy them. And when you are okay with yourself, this is what I, this is just my opinion, like getting right with myself, then I'm going to enjoy those material things so much more. You know, I remember when I was going like through a hard time, it didn't matter what I had, like the inside of my mind was a nightmare. You know, mm. you know, they, they, they could have brought me the 100 most beautiful women, a uh, brand new Tesla and a mansion. And I would have just still been sitting there miserable because and my, fucked that off. It <laughs> fucked it up. Internal yeah. conflict was just so bad. So, you know, but yeah, I have aspirations, you know, there's a lot of things to enjoy this in this world. And, you know, we have a short time, you know, so I'm, I'm just a big fan of, of people enjoying their life, not bringing harm to people, and it's your life. That's your birthright to explore the world and just enjoy your life and, and most importantly, not harm people. And you Live know, up to we, your potential. Yeah, exactly. That, that's exactly where I ended up this last time I, I was clean. And I, I had the good job and I was making six figures. And it meant absolutely fucking nothing because I didn't, A, know who I was or what I wanted out of this life. And I was fucking just constantly miserable. And it... it I tried to do things to make it better and it just didn't fucking work. And I stayed loaded for almost a year, just mm-hmm. about a year. Right. And in, in, in your mind, you're like, well, I'm doing everything. I'm I've got the good job. Do. My yeah, kids like, are fucking happy. I buy them. And that's another right. one that I'm struggling with now is like the only, like it feels like because my kids live in Phoenix, the only thing I have to offer them is my money. And that fucking sucks. That is the fucking worst. And like my daughter doesn't give a shit about that. She wants quality time and she wants to not fucking, you know, harbor these resentments she has towards me, which I'm working on. But like, fuck, it takes time. Nothing, yeah. you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah, trust you know the what? Process, I, and bro. I think that's why a lot of people don't get recovery. You know, mm-hmm. we use drugs and we're going to feel how we want to feel immediately. And what I've learned in recovery, like it's brick by brick, like. Leah was saying the other day, like, how do you eat an elephant one well, bite at a time. time? And because it's a slow process, people don't have the patience like, the hell with that. I'm going back to I know how to feel good today. And that's where, like, that's been my experience, you know, the, the couple times I've been in recovery that it was just little by little. And then I couldn't really pinpoint where the turning point was. But then there was a turning point in freedom and joy and peace and all that good stuff kind of came came my way and uh, I'm forever grateful for what I found in recovery. Dude, when I met you and I'm not sure if you remember this, but it was at a, a meeting. Did you want to fight him too? No, I didn't want to fight <laughs> him too. Rizzo came on and was talking about 
Like he was looking at some cars. I was showing some to Ian and yeah. he like looked over my shoulder and I turned around and was like, what's up, dog? I'm like, that doesn't even sound like that. I know. I was probably joking and he thought I was serious. <laughs> I don't remember it. There's no fucking way. No. The, uh, Rizzo, right? Rizzo was trying to do a zinger for the show, dude, because <laughs> come on, give me a break. It's, it could have happened. It very well could have happened or I could have been fucking around and looked yeah, serious. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you just didn't know it was him. I don't know. Whatever I, I, it was. I was. My bad, I'm dog. Still, I'm still trying to like think about that though. Like. <laughs> I know. I'm hey, wow. That's quite the brain buster there, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like first more of a provoke. Gnarly. I know. Yeah. People will base like every belief they have what on a moment where you could have been feeling anything in that moment. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just reality. I, know. I, I can remember the first time like I met Dustin. I think uh, Tiffany like, and I was going through a hard time. I didn't want to be in public. It was written mm. all over my face. That's when I met you too. I'm having a hard time. I don't want the eyes of judgment from a- a- anybody. I had like the the ghost face thousand yard stare, and we went to like a taco shop yeah. after a gathering. And just come on, just come hang out, come socialize, you know. And I'm like, oh, I don't want this embarrassing. I'm having a hard time. And you know, I met Dustin, and he was just cool. Everyone was cool, but you know, it's weird when you know you're fucked up, and then people looking at you is like, damn, dude's fucked up. And it's all good. I get it. I mean, when when you see something off, you 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 just naturally your eyes gravitate to like, man, what's going on with this dude? Nobody thought you, know? you were fucked up, Bart. Nobody no, thought you were fucked up. Not like that. Like yeah. not we me. knew you were fucked up because we were we, we remember that time for you. Yeah. You yeah, should talk that, about that time. That was fucking that was a big thing for you. Yeah, it was it was it was a pretty scary time because I just didn't feel like myself, man. But over a period of time, like I said, keep keep eating at that elephant and things got better, man. Because at that time, man, it just seemed like eternal yeah. darkness for the rest of my life. Man. I think you went back out too. If I remember I, correct I think, when I first is met Is that you. what happened? What actually happened? Because you were in recovery and you were part of our life. And then I remember you not and, and not not but not being in recovery, but you going missing and then us trying to go to your house and trying to get you out of your house and you couldn't come out. And Tiffany was the only one you let inside the house. I was like, what the fuck's going on to art? There's a handful of people. Okay, I don't want to take up you know, too much of the time this on this, show. Po- <laughs> this podcast. We're, we're actually, okay, so in 2016, I was trucking along in my recovery. I had relapsed once and I came back and I was coming up on two years and I was two months away from graduating from uh, San Diego State and things were going fantastic. I had a full life. I had hobbies. I had a social network. I, that's when I first kind of met Clea and that whole community of people over at Mike's house. And, uh, you know, I was interning. Things were great, and su- su- I was completely clean. And suddenly, my mind went haywire. You know, and I deal with bipolar disorder. It's complex disorder. I think it's really uh, individualized. You can't cookie cutter people with mental illnesses, schizophrenia. Everyone has their own experience. And it was a cla- a collapse of my consciousness, man. It, it was kind of like getting hit in the head with a bat. Like, I only can describe it of, like, being in a coma but wide awake. Mm. Like, I couldn't think. And there's something called executive functioning, which I don't want to get into, but it's an important part of the brain where it's how you get things done. It's, like, sequential. Like, in order to get here, I had to shower. I had to get dressed. I had to know where my keys are. Like, I couldn't function smoothly like that. Everything was overwhelming. And uh, eventually I had to drop out of school, you know, I just stayed at home. I was sleeping 20 hours a day and 
and and, and it triggered a, a flashback of when it first happened to me in high school. This one day I just fell off the map in high school. I just got didn't want to get out of bed, and so I just couldn't believe clean that I had to go to the mental hospital, man. And my dreams were shattered, and there was an outpouring of support in my messenger, you know. Facebook, everyone reaching out, and I really couldn't explain what was going on. Mm -hmm. And then about two, three months after that, I'm like, I I need some relief. And I I relapsed. You know, I used my drug of choice, you know, a couple times a month, just hit out at my house. And then eventually I got back in the community. And that was the only way. You know, I wanted to feel better first and then go see my friends. Right. But without my friend's support, I would have never got better. That's for sure. Mm. So I'm very grateful for for, for friendships and, and I'm actually trying to write, write a book and it, it, and it's what I've I've considered to be seven elements of happiness and it's not a, an advice book it's just something to think about and the first chapter is actually uh, the significance of relationships I think we kind of because it's natural we tend to overlook that a big part of our happiness comes on how satisfied we're in our relationships. I was Amen. just about to say relationships are a fucking critical part of your happiness and people that don't have them fucking experience those like cataclysmic collapses of fucking you're a complete psyche. Like you're just fucked off. Yeah. There's people with great hundred thousand dollar a year jobs that are just lonely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's text guys. They're just lonely. And so, you know, they've conquered that area of life, so to speak. But, you know, as far as bonding with other humans, which is vital, that's why, you know, we, we frown upon bullying and stuff. You know, people want to feel connected to, to other people, love, supported. And so I think sometimes we when, when we're pursuing happiness, we don't stop to think about like, wait a minute, you know, because all my memories are about people. And so when I, I, I spent some significant time with people, a portion of our lives, like that, I always remember that. Like I cannot see someone for 20 years and, and I was like, oh, there's my boy. Yeah. There's his laugh. There's his sense of humor. And I just love that. That's the beauty of life. You know, mm-hmm. it's like we're not special. We're not different. No, we are actually all unique. But at the same time, we're, we're all human. And that's why I'm not too, ash- I'm not ashamed of being an addict no more or, or, or dealing with some mental health issues because I remember I'm human. I deal with the whole spectrum of human emotion just like everybody else. Honestly, let me just put this in. I feel like some of the most geniuses in the world have mental health issues. Van Gogh. Mm-hmm. Van Gogh. West, Come on. Kanye yep. West. Come. I, 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 it's I, true. No, it's true. Like they, it's, it's, I think it's a beautiful thing. It's not, some. It. we all deal with like some sort of, issues mentally but the the people that i don't know i just feel like the most beauty comes well from, i think that's know? where you know and i'm not calling you crazy but Call me crazy, <laughs> <laughs> but i think that <laughs> yeah rafa right no, here no, she no. she uh <laughs> she tapped into her creativity and you know became an entrepreneur entrepreneur and i think that's amazing without that tapping into your own uniqueness and how you see life what you see beautiful and wanting to share it with others i mean that's 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 a beautiful thing you know everyone has has talents and and um it's important to not i don't like using the word exploit but yeah exploit it not 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 in the sense as like completely taking selfish. advantage. Yeah, right. no, yeah, it's, not, it's, yeah. Not, it's just like here, man. This is what I have to offer to oh, the world. The best creations I've ever made were when I was in 100% pain. I thought of Dollface when I was in the darkest moment in my recovery, straight up. So it's, I get it. It's a beautiful thing for sure. What's your drug of choice? Uh, 
What did I say? What did I say? Do I got a drug of choice? My drug of choice? That was like two languages, but whatever. Here we are. Habibi's back. <laughs> uh, so my drug of choice is, is you know, crystal meth. That's right. Oh, it's ugly. All oh, the normies. All oh, the Rafa, normies. Hey, Rafa, if you don't knock it the fuck off. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember the first time trying it, man. I was super drunk. And we were just, I was super oh, drunk. You fucked up your first high if you did I was super, uh, No, I was super drunk. And we're at the, the, the kicking it spot in my neighborhood. And one guy's like, hey, dude, we're going over to Pike Mike's house. We're, you know, we're, we're going to do some some crystal. I didn't, I didn't know what it was. I was like 15. Wow, crystal? That sounds nice. Wait, going what do I know? They don't foil? say methamphetamine. They foil? Know, right? Foil? Yeah. Crystal. We unscrew the pen? Okay. So right. we went over there. <laughs> And I did the meth, and uh, I wasn't drunk no more. So <laughs> I don't, you know, it probably it probably would prevent a lot of drunk driving. You know? It would, so, it does for sure. Let's promote but, that there. But yeah, and then after that, like that's that's kind of what I wanted to do. I, I know a lot of people, you know, smoke weed and stuff, and it, it's come a long way in the in as far as being legal and stuff, but. Weed is intense. It is. Dude, like, it, it was yeah. like a crapshoot. I'm either looking at you like, damn, you fucking living creature and just <laughs> yeah. laughing and shit, yeah. or I'm fucking paranoid. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's looking at me. She's reading my thoughts or whatever. But, yeah, like, I don't know. I got hooked my on mind, that, and it was a Mine goes to another whole other hey, dimension. Hey, can you imagine if we smoked weed uh, now? Oh, hey, the, the shit back then was strong. Can right, you right, imagine right. now? I'll Let me fuck tell around you. and... I smoked weed two years ago. That shit is fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. You know, straight hallucinogen. Oh, my yeah. God. No way, That's when dude. I met Bethany, too. And, like, she would come over, and I would be taking fucking bong rips and just being comatose <laughs> on the on the bed, not even watching the TV that's on. She's like, are you okay? Just staring at the like, fucking wall. Just look over like, I'm fine. Oh, my Go God. Go back to just, like, like she, she, she even says it today. She's like, you're not a fun stoner, like, at all. I'm like, but upstairs, I'm fucking going insane. Yeah. Like, upstairs, the gears are spinning, the mouse is in the wheel, and he is fucking burning some weirdo. Oh, weirdest. <laughs> the weirdest. I, I think as addicts, man, we're curious motherfuckers. You know what I mean? We were like, oh, what dimension of my mind am I going to go to now? It's like like scaring yourself almost. Fuck like, that. That's why I get tweaked. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I know exactly how yeah. I'm going to feel like for the next two weeks. <laughs> I'm going to yeah, have yeah, the yeah. cleanest house on <laughs> yeah. the block. Straight up. Just staring into the dark down the street like, what is that? <laughs> you see I'm going to get this gremlin on camera. I <laughs> see it. Hey, dog, you see it? There's nobody with you. I know. <laughs> hey, hey, oh my hey. Hey, shadow people are for real, dude. Oh, yeah? 100%. Oh, my God. 100%. I would see some of the weirdest fucking shit. Mind you, it was like the longest I've ever stayed up was like two weeks. Oh. And maybe it wasn't even two weeks. It was like eight days. or I don't know. Yeah. What that fuck ever. But. It was gnarly. Coming uh, off, however, the before I crashed out, I was seeing shit. I was hearing shit. I thought there was shit inside the wall. I thought people were going into my safe. Like, the whole fucking thing. That shit's real. Dude. I 100% think it's real. I think it's evil. Like, like I the actually, evil yeah. lurks in, and that shit is real. Yeah. Okay, maybe other people didn't see it, but I feel like we tapped into, like, an evil realm yeah. doing that shit. Well, yeah. you know, spirituality goes both ways. You know, there's yeah, a dark sure. side 100%. to it, and I 100%. think that's what we, we've... We tapped into when, when we, you know, use there's those articles drugs. about that shit. Yeah. Like, a hundred percent real. Yeah, pull it. You pull it in. Yeah. Oh, pull, pull yeah. it closer. Oh, yeah. the dick in. Me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Everybody. Yeah. I never did enough to stay up for longer than like two or three days, but I would go to sleep and then wake up the next day and like, fucking just 
fucking hate myself. Like, oh, you're such a piece of shit. Why did you do that? Oh, you didn't do nothing. Yeah, I was, <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, oh, if you were only up for two <laughs> days, dog, you fucking were doing. And yeah, you but I can't even. Felt something two days later. Right, but I couldn't imagine being up for seven days and then fucking shit. going to sleep. Two and days, up. my fucking gears were just grinding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know two what days. I mean. Like shit. After the fucking fifth day, I was like, zing, dude. Like, yeah, oh a whole God. Different eye. Oh, God. I would. Oh my God, I would fucking ride. I had a sportster at the time. I would just be the a little tweaker on a fucking uh, on a Harley Davidson riding around a Barona and fucking doing all this fucking dumb shit. Man. Thinking you're a fucking I mean, criminal. I've, I've been on long ass walks. I'll tell you. <laughs> long ass walks, man. To like, where? I don't know, man. I, I remember I got to jail one time and, and, and I didn't get high, but I, you know, I'm just getting out with, you know, some Mexican dude from Logan. And so he's taking me to the hood. So I'm just in a hood like little hole. And they're they're passing around uh some meth and, and they didn't pass it to me. I was pretty upset. How fucking rude. But, wow. uh, but I walked all the way home and that was that was clean. <laughs> he but, said, what? But yeah, I walked all the way home from downtown. You know what, what I mean? I was like going See, how did they know you weren't the police? You know what I'm saying? You gotta just pass it one time just to make sure. I just yeah. got out with the homie. And he didn't even fucking hey, that don't matter. I? Yeah, that was, piece that was of shit. Of, yeah, it was kind hey, of. Hey, fucking fuck you, Tito and Logan. There's, there's, there's some jail stories for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting place. Yeah, especially being one ice pick from Logan. Ice pick. <laughs> ice pick yeah. and spider. Yeah. I'm gonna stay out of this conversation just because I actually know people from Logan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so do I. But I he was cool fun. though. He was yeah. cool. I, he, it was at him. It was just kind of how they were cool about it. But you know, people gotta make their money. They didn't want to yeah. share. Yeah, yeah they didn't you were share. you were just getting into it. You said it. Jail is different for you because you're. White and yeah, white, I'm white and Vietnamese. Vietnamese. What the fuck are you not Mexican? You I don't. I don't know. What card you hop in? And that's the thing. Man. <laughs> I, I was very naive. I didn't know. Was I just went to jail, man? And uh, at first, you know, I was getting those, you know, three days and out, you know. And then I'm, uh, you know, I, I I would hang out with a lot of Mexicans. So when I went in, people were like, "Are you a wood?" Which is translation to "Are you in the white car?" And the car means just the community of people. Basically, there's racism or or segregation in jail, and mm-hmm. and I was confused. I was like, I don't know. I'm am I half wood? I was like, I'm half wood. Where's or, the half wood have Vietnamese I, car? I want to hop in that. Yeah, one. you know I, the other car, but eventually I I, I went with the the Southsiders, which is just Mexican Americans, you know that from Southern California, and I, I ran with them, and I fit in, you know, and. I was just like, just don't mustache. look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at, don't no, look at my I, last name, but it. it, it what it, is your last name? Ingen. So it's Norwegian descent. You know, I, I'd probably like to to see the what twenty three and me, but yeah. it's yeah, Norwegian and Vietnamese is 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 my bloodline and. And w- when I went in there, and so you know, I'm just trying to lay low. I just want to get out of jail and get my life together. But one time, like, I was in there for three, four months, and I was at George Bailey accounting facility, and, and they tried to hand me the keys, and I was like, and the keys just means you're, like, the the top dog or the one who call, calls the shots for the car. And I was like, dude, I don't want the keys, dude. Do I look like <laughs> I want to get killed by the Mexican mafia? I'm not even Mexican, dude. <laughs> like, come on, yeah. man. And, and, and I, you've never even been to prison. Yeah, that's what they yeah, were. They were fucking pres- setting exactly. you up, like, dog. Yeah, I was like, no, thank you. Can, you. you. <laughs> can be, yeah, you, you could be the rep <laughs> in the Thunderdome. They don't play because it's like real shit right there. Yeah, and, and and I've seen somebody. I've seen somebody actually get smashed because they were holding the keys and they never even been to prison. Right. And right. Uh, and uh, one of the big homies came through and they're like, 
where have you been? What's your number? He said some bullshit and fucking got yeah. smashed. Yeah, no, no, no yeah. thank you. Ho- hopefully there's a statue uh, of limitations in the political realm of <laughs> jail. <laughs> but one time I was in jail, so, you know, there's rules. You know, you can associate with the whites and, and do transaction with the whites, but... With the blacks, you can't for whatever reason. You can't, like, eat with them or whatever. And and, and, and there's a black guy in there. He's cool. I, I kind of knew him from the streets. And he walked by me and slipped me a, a Jolly Rancher. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. Did someone just see that? This is my favorite Jolly Rancher. <laughs> <laughs> Little raspberry. Hey, that's cool. You know what I mean? I like, what that butt do? Yeah, but yeah, it's crazy. Jail's crazy. I'm glad I haven't been there in like so weird when years. guys talk about that shit. Like it was not like that for females. What's it like we, for females? We kick it. It's we like kick a, it's it. It's like a fucking summer camp. Is I don't it, give a fuck what nobody says. Is like Las Colinas, crash? CCA, both of them were summer camps for me. What? 100. percent Way get a easier than fucking. Yes, I did. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> no, didn't, I didn't see that coming a mile I away. I did not Pretty actually. Sure. But. And this new different. Rafa is fucking lit. I know. <laughs> Guess what, Rafa? <laughs> See ya. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, fucking, uh, what's been going on with you? Clay? Who? Me? Yeah, you, Rafa. Man, I have been on a super antisocial focus tip right now. I just feel like the, the day after the LFG podcast, I woke up that morning and it was like, I like the knew the answer of what I was going to be doing next. Oh my God. Do it. Oh my God. The go. soundtracks Fuck you have on here, man. Amazing. Hold on real quick. Let me set this up. Clay is dreams. <laughs> Welcome. Oh my God. Welcome to Clay is head. That was so <laughs> sick. Are you serious? Yeah. Don't ever fucking use that again unless I'm here. Oh my God. <laughs> but it's my, it's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> No, but no, seriously, I woke up and I felt the same way I felt the moment I thought of DFC. No, actually, I didn't think of DFC. The one, the moment when I bought the name and I walked down the stairs and I was like, oh, you know, I felt like that again. And of course, it was like super overwhelming because I was like, how the hell am I going to do this? How am I going to afford to do this? But I swear to you, I don't, was it been three weeks, three weeks or something? Yeah, yeah. Three weeks. Yeah. In these three weeks, I felt like that idea has been broken down just how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time and it's like it the way things are happening are natural and i feel like they're god is behind me you know pushing me and it's just it's crazy it's crazy how fast you know something you just got to start you know what i mean you just got to start you You can have an idea every single day of the week and i've I've had so many goddamn i have so many (laughs) websites like i have so many (laughs) domains and instagram names like i'm like wow but it doesn't stick and this is just an idea that is going to stick for me until I get it done. I've heard about it and I'm very, very, very fucking excited for what's coming. Yeah, I know it's, this is the, this is recovery. You know what I mean? At when they say you can do anything that you want to do, you can, you just have to put one foot in front of the other and like fucking great things happen. You know, I've, I've watched people grow in and doing their dreams of being whatever, you know what I mean? But it's like, you know, starting a clothing brand, starting a podcast. I mean, it was never really a dream of mine, but fucking I am I am on cloud nine when I'm doing it, you know? Beautiful. And that's when we're doing thing. events and we're it's fucking. It's a natural high. Yeah, it really, yeah. it really is. Like, even last weekend, we, we did a birthday ride for Ian, and I would say there's like 30 bikes that showed up. I don't know the exact number, you know, but we we created something that's really cool. A you your know? own community. And it's like. 
when you hear the stories like, fuck, what am I going to do for fun? You know what I mean? What am I going to do for fucking fun? And like, well, I'd be bored forever. Taking it to a whole nother level. Like, listen, motherfuckers, like we can do all these fucking things without getting loaded. We can go to a bar because we did. We went to a bar and all of us did not drink. You know what I mean? We, Oh, I know they were pissed. They're like, what the <laughs> well, no, fuck but, is this? But that was also cool because there was yeah. people that, you know, that was like what you said on your, you didn't really want your clothing brand just to be in recovery and nor did we, you know, and that's what was cool. Like a destination, like, hey, check this out. We don't drink. But you can. You know, and as a matter of fact, there's a guy that offered me a beer three times, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't drink, but, you know, but, but <clears throat> uh, the fact of the matter is like, yeah, we can, we can do those sort of things, you know? Yeah, like I, I still go to shows. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, when you find something you love to do, you never regret it, you know, and, and that's the thing uh, I think is important when you get into recovery, like, you know, revisit some passions, you know, and, you know, that's something they call it intrinsic value. You do it for no other reason than you enjoy doing it. And that's what how Clea started her business. She loved what she was doing. And then the bonus says she starts making a living at it. I couldn't believe that bullet. shit. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? People so, are buying my shit? Well, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to. No, you're good. I, so, like. <laughs> no, it's true. Like, just to piggyback, piggyback, piggyback off what he said. Piggyback? <laughs> That's <laughs> right. There's Rafa. <laughs> oh, God. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, 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 no. like. Oh. No, it's true, though. And the thing about it, though, is you can find what you love and you can do it. And, and make a living out of it, and there will come a time where you do not love it because you're making a living out of it, and you just got to keep going, you know? And even this thing sticks in my head, Brendan, that you said. You were like, oh, well, with what you're doing right now with the nobody plans on dying, I feel like it's a branch that you haven't tapped into, you know? And I found that branch, you know what I mean? Even though it's like a really stubby branch right now, I feel like it's going to grow into like a different tree or something or like a... Fuck yeah. I don't know. I hope it does. I mean, I'm not going to stop till it does, you know? That's and that's the cold part. Fucking A. They, they call it burning your boat. And, like, I have a problem doing that at work. That's where I know it from. Is uh, I had a GM once tell me, he's like, you are one of the most talented people here, but you just refuse to fucking buy in. You have to burn your boat to get here. And I, I assume it's a part of history where, like, I think it was, like, a portion of the Greeks, they went to this island to invade it, and they burned their fucking boat. So it's like, they this took, is what we're took doing. everything they got to get there, you're saying? Yeah, so they, they committed. They committed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they showed up, and they're like, we're invading, and we're taking over this town. We're burning our boats, because if we don't have a way to escape, we have no choice but to do this. That's a cool story. Mm-hmm. Like that. I wish I knew the whole okay. fucking story, but that's the idea. Is like they were invading this country. They burned the boats. So yeah, you got to give yourself I'm here. no option in this. Yeah. Right. I'm all fucking in. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What was I thought I was thinking about that when you were saying it is like, I couldn't even, I can't go back to before we started LFG, what was your aspirations at that point? Because, I mean, you were fucking doing the deal. Like, you were... You going to own a fucking Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm serious, weren't you? Yeah, I mean... Uh, like, hey, Home Depot. Yeah, I mean, it was like... It, I mean, I still I still put a lot of effort into my, you know, job that I have right now. But, uh, honestly, I really don't know. I mean, I guess when it comes down to it, I just wanted to be in a healthy relationship. I definitely wanted a Harley Davidson again. Um, I, you know, I wanted some material things and I think when, I think, you know, when you guys were talking about it, that's when I was like, wow, this really kind of sounds like fun, not knowing. Oh, and then also too, like seeing like the excitement and the things that Clay does with her brand too. And that's, you know, I wanted to piggyback off that, you know, and like, I think like, 
I mean, realistically, it's like, yeah, her, you know, it's very, her Dollface Club is very diverse, you know what I mean? But it's a lot of women, you know 100%. what I mean? And, and I wanted to do something for, like, the men, too. You know, that was my thought process. But, 100%. I mean, to where, I mean, to where LFG is now, it's beyond my wildest dreams. Like, really, to be, to have the chance to be inside San Diego Harley-Davidson with our, our merchandise. Wow. And then having other... Another dealership reached out to us and wanting they want to get merch. They want to get merch too, but just the rides, you know what I mean. And I remember, and I'll never forget this. It might have been my birthday ride or or whatever, but Clea came to me like to the side, and she's like, "Look what you fucking created, or look what we created." Me, I I didn't say that. You did. You did. We created. No. Oh. I was like, you not me, you guys. You said, you yeah, said, yeah. you said me, but I'm saying it as us, you know what I mean? Because this is a us thing, but you, you said that. And I, I said, look what like, you guys did. This is like, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. Yes. And, ju- and, and it's just, just proven fact. And like more people like really shout out, shout, <laughs> shout out, shout out to this dude that moved from Ohio, start following our page. And then he came on to a ride and he's like, dude, people in Ohio don't do shit like this. This is fucking cool. It's so different. I went on, he's like, I went on to the last ride and people were doing stunts and we, and that was a, you know, that was a fun ride too. And this one was a little bit, I mean, it was different because it was kind of unique in the same, we've done them before, but like for newer people, it was probably like really cool. Cause we went all through the mountains and then the guy even followed us all the way down to the beach. You know what I mean? I f- forgot the fucking homies. You guys name, are but. building a community, and that's yeah. that's a beautiful. Clothes can get so boring, and you see so many brands fall off. It's because you a have to stay consistent, but b it becomes like a like a sweatshop. You're just like fuck. So, now, I mean, I, honestly, now what I gotta we're, make? We're fucking right there. Right? We are yeah, literally yeah, the pink yeah. cloud is gone yeah. for yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Hey, I'm this ta- is when we, you we, gotta man. stick it out we, and focus on other things. Me and Graf just had this conversation before you guys showed up today. We spent about 30, 45 minutes just talking like. I'm, you know, some things, people fucking, people, Dustin fucking laid his fucking heart on the line and told me what was going on. And like, we got to readjust some things. And it, like, what you don't, it's the the whole duck analogy, right? Dude looks like he's just cruising across the lake, right? He's just having a good time, elegant, fucking just getting it. Underneath the water, he's fucking kicking for his life. Yeah. And that's what if it's, what people don't see is the other side of that, where it gets to feel like monotonous or a sweatshop and yeah. fucking just. Well, this is why this is why you are blessed. That Mm -hmm. exact reason is why your brand has so many other elements. Just Mm -hmm. like with Dollface Club, I did service events. I had the shop. I had the clothing. I sometimes I make new things. Sometimes I do one of one. There are so many different elements that if I got bored with one or if I felt like this is sucking me dry, I can focus on something else, which is what you guys are doing right now. Mm -hmm. Your next thing is that big ride we're all going on. So. Focus on that. Make that shit as sick as you can. Right. Make everybody, make some shirts just for that where everybody's wearing the same shit. Dude, there's so many things you can tap into to make just that ride. Focus on that. And then by then you'll have, you'll be so pumped up and fired up that you'll be ready for your next shit. You'll have a whole new idea and you'll be like, and then you'll be like, welcome to serenity. Well, that goes back to what we've thrown around, too. It's like we, we need to have our own uh, screen printer. Yeah. You know what I mean? We because need to do it ourselves. it's super fucking difficult. Fuck but that. It's like, <laughs> but it's really, at the same time, that's like a lot more so adi- adi- adding Hell more no. shit on than what we want to do. But, you know, it's really difficult because, like, yeah, that'd be great. But we already have, like, 
two drops already going on right now, and it's, we're already pushing to get those done so then we can come up and having a guy that's busy. Okay, you know, well, too. then f- just for the ride, go through somebody else. Well, right. and a yeah. lot of it is the accountability part of it because people will, and you know how this is. Like, Andy will take us back? No. <laughs> yeah, 100% I was going to say that, but I, I don't know, want you no. to talk shit about him. No, right I would now. never talk hey, shit about him. That Honestly, guy, I would that never. That guy, do I'm that. telling you right now, yeah, I would Andy never do that. is a spaz just like we are. Yeah. You know, and. At the same time, that fool has been there for me since the first time I thought about what I was doing. He has helped me along the way. Yes, he's dropped a ball here and there, but I will never not be loyal to him. No matter what he yeah. charges me or what other people don't charge me, that motherfucker has looked out for me so tough. You know, he I've, would do it. I've thought about this time and time again. <clears throat> it's definitely not him. It was us. It's, it wasn't him because we were just going into this. You don't and, know what the fuck you're well, doing. Yeah. Well, not to mention, too, it's like in my mind, I knew what shirt that I wanted in the material, but I didn't know specifically what, what it was. works with what. And so I would. What ink works yeah, with, yeah. So I would talk to him about that. Then he would be like, this is what he does. Right. But at the end of the day, it wasn't what I wanted. So I was like, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have bunk ass fucking shirts. That's a whole point. It's like, I don't want to wear other people's shit that a the fucking shirt doesn't fucking fit good. And it's fucking trash, you know, but I didn't know how to, I didn't know anything about, I mean, now I know specific, you know what I mean? Like I need a 300,000, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Go back to Andy. I, hey, he's, he's loving. He, he'll, yeah. he's there. For me, it's the accountability and the, then the standards. Like we now know what we will not accept and what we will for product quality. And I hate not being able to be like, we got this or like, Hey, sorry, I'm waiting on somebody else. That fucking sucks. Like not being able to like answer to the people that are spending their hard earned money with us and tell them like, Hey, I'm doing it. I'm going to get it done. This is when you'll have it instead of being like, I don't know. But you're talking about people that I've had over plus 10 years experience doing screen printing. You are going to be new into it and you are going to fuck up way more than you thought. All that money that you fuck up on shit you're going to be take even longer to be able to recover. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I will not do. I right. will heat press. I will embroider. I will sew. I will not screen print. That shit, it takes so much time and professionalism to, like, burn the screen. Have it sit in a weird light. Make sure that it fits on the screen. Make sure that the T-shirt fits with that ink. Like, that's what they're and paid to do. And that's just one, that's, like, one color. But one like, color. When you go to, like, six yeah, colors, dude. like, fucking. Like I'm, I'm wearing dude, the cheating death right now with seven screens. By the way, I was thinking about that. We should do a cheating death for uh, the dealership. Yeah. That'd be fucking kind of cool. I'm down for that. I know. And well, that's so Harley specifically said, hey, look, we want this, but we want exclusive drops, which, hey, we're fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like we're going to do a new drop that we want, but we've been wanting to do. I mean, literally, we have like five drops that we can do. We just are waiting. You know, it's like we got to fucking figure it out. But so we're going to do that for Harley. But um uh, anyways, I think that would be a good seller. <coughs> I, I, I got a question for sure. for both of you, new entrepreneurs. Oh, not Rafa? Fucking rude. No, you definitely no, also no. could chime Don't in. Forget. Don't a, forget the question. It's, it's for, for, for you could chime in, too. Um, <laughs> I think the listeners really would like to know, you know, there's a lot of people with day jobs, right? They go, they, you know, make their living, um, but they also have dreams right? and haven't yet, you know, pursued them. How are you guys balancing this? Because I know Dustin, I mean, you have a management position in a big corporation. You got a fiance, a kid on the way, you got hobbies, and you have this LFG brand that you have to maintain and keep going. Same with 
you, Brendan, I mean, I know you got a lot going on in your life, like we all do. So right. many variables that we have to take into account. Like, where do you get the mental space and how do you, like, organize and balance your time and your energy? <laughs> I'll, I'll kick this off. Yeah, go ahead. We don't. <laughs> well, that is what we're struggling with right now is finding balance. And it's exactly what you said, right? Like, so Dustin's got a very big extended family. He's got a kid on the way. He's got a wife that requires fucking attention to maintain the stable relationship. I have, I work in a car dealership where I also work fucking 10, 12 hours a day and I'm fucking have quotas to meet and fucking I'm constantly doing follow up. And then like, I have two kids that live in Phoenix. I have two kids that live with me at home. I have a partner who also needs attention. And then I have a podcast and a clothing brand and a motorcycle. I like to ride and eight friend groups that I got to keep in touch with and finding the balance sometimes feels fucking self-defeating. It's fucking, it feels impossible. It blows me away, man. You guys, we juggling all that's that. literally what we're going through right now is finding fucking balance. And I've never been good with it. So it's something I'm, I'm just going to have to fucking do some writing. I'm, I'm going to have to fucking write about it. It's always, that is the only people always ask what's, what's the, what, you know, there's no key to life. The key to life is always looking for a balance and it's never, one is never going to be as much as the other. You're never going to find a complete balance. Right, right. You just keep juggling. You'll have like a moment where you're just so happy because everything is balanced. And then the next day, boom, something lacks something. Scales tip. Yeah. I mean, that's what life's about. Yeah, I think, really? yeah, I, I agree. And I think, you know, there's a couple of things that one thing that just hit home with me is when, you know, my fiance at least was like, hey, well, you know, you can make time for doing the podcast, but you can't make time to fucking do whatever, you know, it was actually to, you know, help get the spare bedroom. And that really sunk in. I was like, fuck, like, here I am. I'm putting all these things in front of her, you know, and when she's asking me just to do fucking petty little fucking things, you know what I mean? And I fucking won't do them, you know what I mean? So, but I mean, like I said, it goes back to, you know, Brendan and I, I, I mean, basically I'll just be honest and transparent. Like I've just put the surrender flag up, you know what I mean? I'm like, dude, I'm fucking burnt, you know, and I don't even have the fucking my son born yet, you know? So what it comes down to now is we, we, all three of us need to have a game plan and a structured thing and it has to be consistent that way otherwise it's just it's definitely not going to work it's not you know what i mean so that's not how clothing works well no i know but like but no what i mean though is like for us to get to do this you know what i mean or because you're right when you're doing drops and all that that there's no you mean the day is going to be consistent because you're going to make that day but in order to get the clothing like it all has to be a team effort like one person can't go to the print guy and, and be calling the print guy and then going to get the shirts and yeah. then shipping the shirts out and then going to the events. Like we have to be, we have to have a little bit more structure. Like, Hey, look, we're not going to go do this dog and pony show because we can't gotcha. like, you know what I mean? Gotcha. We, yeah. and, and it's really setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like obviously this, we're really, really fucking passionate about this. And it's not even about the fucking brand. It's about the recovery aspect of it. This right, is the right, sickest right. thing. You've you know what I mean? 100%. So, this I mean, at the end of the day, I would love to make some fucking cool shirts, you know what I mean? And do like less drops if this would kick off, you know, right. but I mean, at, at the end of the day, who, who knows, you know I mean? But there has to be, there has to be more structure and there has to be more consistency on all part, all, all of us. Yeah. So it's just like constant brainstorming, how to keep your peace of mind and still. Oh yeah. Me and, B, me and B graph text things. multiple times a day about shit. Yeah. Like sure. whatever it goes through my mind about something, like I'll text them same you know and, and vice and, versa or what and, do you think of this right and that's what's cool I, I think that's really what's helped our brand out because like there's been tons of shit that i want to do and like he'll be like mm, 
or say. Like we hold each other accountable. Like the the recovery. That's what I feel makes us work together so well is having the recovery to be like transparent about how I feel and not like harbor resentments and yeah, just that be like transparent. Like Brian, I'm not feeling it. But if we also run a two thirds majority with everything we do. Like if two of the three of us want to do it, we fucking do it. Gotcha. If fucking two out of the three of us don't want to do something, we don't do it. And it's so okay. basically that, that's me with my three personalities. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about this? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. And, and I was talking to you a little bit, Clay, about like, you know, pursuing our dreams and stuff like that. And I think you made a really good point, which I agree with. It's like you kind of really just got to narrow down exactly what you want to do and tackle that issue. And then set a goal, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, just write focus it down. on one all thing all is what through. I was saying is focus on one thing at a time. Do as best as you can with that. Then you yeah. can move on to it. Right. Where step am I at? Six step, years step in Dollface that I feel finally like I felt like for the past year I wanted more. I'm like, God, I need more anymore. You know, wanted and more what? Yeah, but you I want more. My I mean, the fact my stuff is still selling to this point, you know what I mean? It's is has been a dream i've been waiting for something just to be like not okay one day you know and then i've been like okay i'll focus on something else but i wanted more in order of like meaning and purpose and like making a difference because like yeah we can do service work we can promote being clean we can actually live like walk the talk you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but there has to be more that i could do in a bigger audience you know reach more people yeah and by the way though i just want to say this real fast to you guys i feel like you look a little discouraged right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin's looking down playing with my <laughs> I don't know what the fuck she's going to say. No, but really, if you think about it, where you guys are at right now is when people give up. This is the hard part about mm-hmm. owning your own business and being a creator and having people buy it. People are already buying your shit. Mm-hmm. They're not going anywhere. Two, everybody would do it if it was easy. If it, if, if it would have been as wow. easy as you guys starting, everybody would do it. Mm-hmm. And three, how many people do you know start brands and give up? This is yeah. when they give up, when they feel right. like, ah, this is just too much. Ah, maybe I, I bit more than I could chew. Mm-hmm. You, you did it. I don't uh, know about you, but I got the chicken skin. Yeah, yeah, I know. She's dead ass. No, <laughs> she's dead ass truth. right. But I was thinking about, you, you know, with you, you, so how long, eight years you said? Uh, that I've been doing DFC? Yeah. Six. Nine? Okay, six. So. Yeah. So five of those five years, and a half years, yeah. Well, well, no, but just say, just say five years, right? Or so say seven, whatever the fuck you want to say, eight. Okay, I don't care. <laughs> However, you had other jobs though too until like oh, COVID, yeah. and then you were just like, fuck it. And ever since that point, your company is like flourished, and 100%. that's what I think for us. And it's like, fuck, one of us might have to take that fucking leap and then go to another level. But who knows? It's going to be successful. There's a bunch of fear that goes along with that, right? A hundred percent. And the thing about it is, even a year before COVID happened, I had been praying every single day, God, let me quit this diner job. God, I don't need it. I've been doing great. My stuff's selling out. My pri- my jackets are at the price where I can't even believe. You know what I mean? Like, I can afford it. But I was scared. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, I remember, like, a week before COVID, I was like, man, God, I just don't need this, but I can't stop because I'm making, what, 300 bucks a day doing nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, boom. Clea, you're actually being laid off right now because of COVID. And I, the first thing I thought was, fuck COVID. I prayed for this. Like, <laughs> right, right. Straight up, I thought right, it was right. God. And then boom, it, I didn't have an option anymore for it not to work out. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I didn't know. I didn't realize you had worked at the diner up until that point. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Really? That's because I, I'd quit before because I was like, I don't need this. And then they loved me there, you know? So they were like, how about you just don't get off the schedule? How about you get off the schedule, but you're just not off the roster? And if somebody wants you to pick up a shift and you're bored? And I was like, yeah, for sure. Somebody asked me to pick up the 5 to 10 a.m. shift, and then, boom, I took all their shifts. Because I was like, what am I doing between 5 and 10 a.m.? But Could be making five money. days a week, five days a week, it was it was hurting me. Like, yeah. I was putting, I try to do the best in everything I do. So I was 100% the best fucking server there, you know, and then mm-hmm. in my head, you know. And then, <laughs> of course, you know, I got off work, and I'm like, well, I'm tired today. I already made 400 bucks. Like, I don't really need to work, you know. And it it hurt at that time, you know. But, of course. There's nothing wrong with having a fucking other job. It's 100%. And even if you guys got to switch off and maybe one person doesn't work for a while and see how it works and then start again. And I've this is this is the majority of what the conversation was. Dustin had take he's a hard fucking charger and he had taken on a brunt of the workload that comes with designing a brand is like getting in contact with a screen printer, making sure the order's going through, keeping up with the social media and fucking doing the shipping. And what we really we the broke, shipping too. Yeah. God and damn. Everybody wants to do the fun shit. I surrender, god damn it. <laughs> everybody wants to do the shows. Everybody wants to do the podcasts. Want to go to Laughlin. You want to fucking do all this. But there's some fucking heavy lifting that needs to be done. And I have to take ownership. And like, I wasn't doing a lot of the shipping based on my schedule. I didn't make myself available for it. And I'm going to take over that portion of it. We're going to set up in my garage and I'm going to do the shipping out of my garage. And whether like, I want him to take a fucking couple weeks off of doing it or a couple drops off of doing it. Like, I need to do that part of it. I also used to be a critical part of doing the social media. And I just like took a step back from it because I caught myself fucking being glued to the phone. And now I'm realizing like, I'm glued to it fucking anyway. (laughs) I might as well be doing like, if this, if I want this to be successful, I have to fucking chase it down. And for the last nine months, it has not been a priority. And I need to find a balance between my relationship and my brand. And it's going to take some work but I'm fucking willing to do it because I didn't like hearing my fucking homeboy tell me like, I can't fucking, I can't keep carrying this goddamn load. It's too much. It's <laughs> I'm too recording much. Dustin looking sad right now. Jesus Christ. Nah, like, I, I don't, cause I know what that feels like and I would never want fucking, I, I would never want to be the fucking reason my homie feels fucking defeated and something that is supposed to be, we're supposed to be fucking in love with. You guys are already doing it. 10 times harder than somebody else because mm-hmm. people are like how do you do it all by yourself you do this and this and, this. Yeah. and if i had two other people i had to keep my ambition the same as there's just no way that's not how life works some people are going to be super ambitious one day and driven and then one day life's going to happen and you're going to be not focused you know and at least you guys have each other to like check each other and be like yeah. well i got this right now well i got this right now i mean if dustin's been doing it by himself that's fucked up but at least you're at a place now where you're realizing it and you could pick up the slack. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, well, <laughs> that, art. Art's no, just no. Here like, yeah, hey, <laughs> no, no. Hey, good, what you hey, guys say? Honestly, it's funny that you said that question though, because we I mean, it literally was just a conversation that we just had, you know what I mean? And it was like, I mean, he just said it. I just say, I, I, I surrendered and I'm like, dude, I need help. You know what I mean? I need help. And, you know, Rafa's out doing his meal prep thing, which is fantastic. You know what I mean? He has another job now too. And, um, you know, we just have to, it, it, what it comes down to is we have to make fucking time, you yeah. know, and it ha- but it has to be fucking somewhat structured. Dude. And it doesn't have to interfere with our other relationships because Dustin's about to have a kid and that's yeah. going to become the shining fucking light in his life. And that's what all of us want for him. But you guys, you guys realize that by doing this uh, podcast, you can't tell you're going through shit at all. No. And that's the thing. How many, do you, 
you know, because you, Dustin, you know me really well. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many times I've wanted to actually give up on Dollface and oh, say, God. fuck this? No, I'm idea. not doing that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But my friends do. And that's what you guys got each other for. That's yeah. what you got the community that we're in because you could talk about it and then they'll be like, are you fucking kidding me? Look how much, you know, right. look, how, look how people hearing want you shit. say that shit. I was like, damn, yeah. she's right. I mean, and, <laughs> and you did it by right. yourself, but now you have a significant other that pushes you too. Oh, 100%. you know what I mean? So like oh, now you have that too. So you have that when you're like not wanting to do something and then there's some things that he, he has. Travis is super fucking creative too. He is you know so, what I mean? dude, we were just talking about it. Yeah, I'm like, so, dude, the fact that he does construction and like mm-hmm. he's not able to tap into that because he's tired. He gets off yeah. work and he works his hardest and people, he, he's respected in that community because he works hard, you know? Yeah. So when he gets home, he's tired. He doesn't want to do shit. You know what I mean? He wants to eat and he wants to go to sleep. And it's like the times where he doesn't have work that day and he's just like there with me, like he vibes out so hard. Right. He's the one who thought of this hoodie. He made me buy these pink ones and he's like, you got to just embroider it with pink. And I was like, hi, babe. The yeah. fuck? Okay. Yeah. You know what with I mean? With the crush velour? Yeah. Like <laughs> Which he's, is fucking super popular right now too. Yeah. And I'm, I, that looks good. <laughs> the embroidery sure. looks good. No, yeah, dude, embroidery does. looks like that's the fucking cream of the crop, man. Yeah. I unsewed I mean, this I today chick, and then embroidered it and had to sew it back up. <laughs> the jacket. Oh, wait, you undid the stitching on the side? I did. Damn, you're a baller. Nah, I, I'm I know how to run a sewing machine. I'm, I'll never do it again. <laughs> yeah. Never do it again. the first time I used yeah. it in five years. I was like, this is why I don't sew. This. It was easy, but I can't imagine doing it to 100 hoodies. <sighs> Fuck that. Right. It was, it was really cool, man, to listen to all you guys' input right now. It's like, uh, it's the same thing in having a supportive partner. And when you're trying to tap into your creativity, man, is, I think it's really important. And, and shout out to my fiance, Jesse Q. We love you, Jesse. We love Jesse. Jay Quinn. Bro, she just fucking reached out. Something. Fuck. She just reached out to me this morning because last night, last night was the first night that Elise and I, well, Elise's been feeling white but i actually felt white and then she must have said something to jesse and then so she texted me with like it was fucking funny at first i just read it real quick it's like oh my heart is burst and i thought it was because we're having you on the show <laughs> fucking ego you know what i mean I, that was the first thing that i that hey, i read i'm like all right yeah right nothing <laughs> and she's like yeah at least told me that you felt white kick last night with crying faces and shit you know what i mean it's funny oh, though how you're hype girl yeah, yeah. number she's, one hype artist Super, she's loyal yeah she is loyal chick yeah, I love her. And, you know, as I start to endeavor in my creative pursuits, you know, do, I've been doing, what, videos for, like, two years or so. Oh, my God, the camera. <laughs> Hold on real quick. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I guess the, the cats knocked the camera over, and at least just texted right now. This is bullshit. At least I can watch the show from the camera. <laughs> well, go fucking get on that, honey. <laughs> Psycho <funny>. ass. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, you know, I've been doing videos for two years and, and it really hasn't. I mean, I got I get a lot of positive feedback from my Facebook friends and, and Instagram, the, the followers I have and doing some TikToks. I've had like one really blow up and, and, and a few that have gotten some views. I, I mean, I don't got the greatest algorithm yet. And and Jesse keeps, you know pushing me to like keep pursuing it because like I don't want to waste my time I got a family coming I got to provide for a family um so I've just kind of I've committed to trying to take it to the next level and I do it because I love it and most of the content I create is to 
offer information that I think is universally useful to the human being. And I try to present it in creative ways, make you laugh, but also most importantly, I want you to think about what I'm trying to say. And, uh, you know, I'm just a regular guy trying to enjoy life like everybody else. And when I first started it, I was, you know, insecure. Public speaking is a, a huge fear of, of, of people. It's like the number one fear people have some, some might say, and, you know, trying to, you know, now write a book. I'm like, Arthur, who are you kidding yourself? You're really going to try to write a book. And I've got the content laid out. Now I just have to sit down and do it. And like Clea says, there's, you know, ideas are a dime a dozen. It's about the people who follow through, like you guys and Clea, you know, follow your passion. And so I'm taking it to the next level. And I've, I've also been working on public speaking. I attend this thing. Um, What's it called? Uh, Toastmasters. I've heard of it. Yeah, I was and told I've been to going, go and so I went in there. I've given us a couple speeches, and I've gotten really positive feedback from people who aren't biased. You know, not pat me back as you know I'm their friend. So because I want uh, a good critical analysis of what I have to say, is it useful? Is it entertaining? And so you know, one guy asked me to come speak at his professional men's Toastmasters. So I'm looking forward to you know perfecting the art of public speaking. You know, it's challenging. I enjoy it. And yeah, number one thing is really not like economic gain. If that comes, that's great. But mostly I want to promote, you know, mental health concepts so people can enjoy their life to the maximum ability that they can. So you know, I, I have fun, but I took a step back. I was like, man, I'm stop doing videos. They're super fun to try to create, and I just randomly get inspired to do a video. And in my mind, I was like, oh, this could be funny. Oh, this is useful, and I just keep doing those videos. So I'm just trying to take it to the next level because I really enjoy it. And, uh, you know, I'm glad I finally finished college. You know, I had to drop out when I, when I had that, you know, severe depression. But When did you, know, you graduate? Uh, 2002. 2020 nice you know? and then I, I got a year, I got a year of experience working in the field I really want to get that and and then I quit my job I was gonna look, I'm gonna start probably looking for for a better job and full-time work and figuring out figuring out child care and all that stuff but for the next few months I really want to get this book going see where the public speaking goes and, and this avenue as far as like career it's unorthodox not many people say oh what do you do oh yeah i'm a public speaker too i'm a motivational speaker it's like you have to go that next level you have to network you have to you know speak for free and this and that and we'll see where it goes if it it i don't want to you know come to the end of my life and say i never really try to pursue my dreams and you know it, you know if i'm good at it let's see where it can go have you heard the denzel washington clip that his uh, wife tells him, I fucking... So I'm huge into listening to motivational speakers. Some of my top favorites are Eric Thomas, Les Brown. I even like Tony Robbins. And then Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey's I got some gems. Him. So they, they're putting it into a lot of reels. But it, it Denzel's... One of the Denzel clips is his wife tells him, you know, when you die or you're, you're in your grave or you're in your bed and you're surrounded by all the ideas that you had that you never fucking executed. And I would much rather go to my grave knowing that I tried every creative outlet I could and failed then work a nine to five like trade time for money right. like that's my big thing it has been the last 90 days is i'm tired of trading my time for money right because it's fucking priceless and it doesn't have a, there is no price you should be able to pay me for my time and i would much rather have a creative outlet and cover my bills 
and live the way I want to than fucking grind it out for fucking 200 grand a year for the next 30 years to fucking you, you trade your time for money and then you take all that money that you made and you try to buy back all the time that you wasted or you're too exhausted to even spend it. Right. Yeah, that was right. a big part of like when I got loaded again was like I was making fucking 10, 12 grand a month, but I had no fucking time to enjoy it. And like, I look at all the guys in the car business that do that. And I'm like, bro, this is fucking miserable. And like, I'm grateful. I have spent the last seven years doing this. And now <laughs> I look at it like I've spent seven years doing this and I, I have no formal education or degree. I can't go in and get an entry level sales position selling medical devices because I don't have a fucking college degree. And like, i just feel kind of stuck in cause I, I now have a lifestyle that requires the money that I make selling cars, but I don't like, I gotta find, I gotta find the middle ground, well, the balance. Gotta find the balance. Yeah, but here's the thing too. It goes back to where the fuck we live. We live in the most expensive you know, city, yeah. county, and then California. Right. You know, because, I mean, at the end of the day, we have to fucking grind and make this money just to survive in a fucking two-bedroom apartment. Right. 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 You know what I mean? People that don't have, I mean, look, you, you move away, you don't make as much, but, at the uh, you know, everybody says it, the fucking, live, you're living better. You move out of California and you, you're living better. You're living in a bigger house. You have your you have the vehicles that you want, you know, and you know gas is cheaper. I mean, all, all the all these things. California is just fucking super expensive, but it's beautiful. Right. You have the fucking ocean and the lifestyle. You, know, you have the, the lifestyle. lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, look at we just went on that ride, right? We rode to the mountains, fucking saw the beautiful snow on the fucking mountain, and then we ended up at the fucking beach, you know. And you probably saw the desert at some point. No, but, we didn't. We didn't see that, but you know, the it was it was a great ride, and right. those are the things that we get to do. It's on a, a daily basis. Everybody it's a beautiful state. Back. Anytime yeah. somebody moves out of state, they move yeah. back. Or they wish they could. Uh, yeah. You yeah. know, let's be real. We're, we're paying. Yeah, it's expensive, but we're paying for everything here. Mm-hmm. We're paying for. You're, you're going to leave and then leave everything else behind, not just the prices. You know, so really. And by the way, Art, I feel like 100% you are already to a better level than 80% of people when it comes to public speaking. I haven't heard you say, um, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, nothing. Yeah. Not one time in this podcast. And that's rare. That That's rare. Just that quality in itself to like not have weird pauses or not. You yeah. articulate. I, very I well. appreciate that. I appreciate, you know, honest feedback from my friends and I just want to get better and going to this and watching videos of other public speakers. And I think, I don't know what we were talking about. Uh, yes, one of your your entrepreneur ideas, like to captivate an audience, man, you want to grab their attention immediately. That's why I speak kind of loud. And when I'm speaking in front of a crowd, I'm a little bit anim- animated. Mm-hmm. I want you to like, hey, check this out. Right. And then I have to tr- try to provide, you know, something that catches their attention. Like, wait a minute, I want to listen to this. <laughs> and you're so monotone so, in real life, though. You know what I mean? (laughs) Not all the time, but most of the time you're very kicked back. You're just like one tone and then you speak and it's like, oh, oh, okay. okay. When when story, uh, story time comes on, it's fucking another level. Yeah, so the skits that you do. That was a joke. Bro, I'm going to try so. (laughs) I don't know if I'm yet brave enough to just run into an open mic comedy session. I might eventually, but Toastmasters is a safe place. We get like five to seven minutes, we give a speech. So. One of we my should next, all go. One, I, I've one, done stand up, and it you would do just fine, and it's the same thing. Five minutes. Yeah, so I think it's a safe place for me to 
uh, first try a, a comedy bit, see how it goes. And mm-hmm. as I gain confidence, I'll probably see what it, what I could. I got do a lot of raw ass material that I haven't tried. Like, so I haven't done stand up since my mom died, and that was four years ago. So I would, I, if you want to go to an open mic, you let me know. I'll go. I know where they all are. I'm down. Are. You definitely got the the personality and presence for it. And it's all about like creatively trying to come up with with material that's going to hit the yeah. You got to make people laugh. Delivery yeah, it's, is it's like the hardest that, thing to do. That's intimidating. That's a fucking lie. I, it really it, is. When, Get up when, there on stage and make people laugh. That's hard. When, uh, when we do that when we job. speak. <laughs> yeah, it's easier that yeah, but, so fuck. But like when that's your job, it's a little intimidating. Like I can go up the go up there, give a speech that's not you know doesn't have really the main point is isn't to be a comedian you know i can you know bomb a little bit but when you're going up there and like you're a comedian your job is to make them laugh so that's a lot of pressure so i think toastmasters i can do it there because i I, you know won't hit me too hard and won't hurt my ego right 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 right, right. (laughs) nobody laughs even though if i bombed i would just sit there and laugh anyways but exactly (laughs) emotional problems Emotional hey, that's damage. When quiet as fuck, and you're like, fuck y'all. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hey. I was like, oh, oh, fuck. Start wow, clowning the funny. motherfuckers right there in front Jesus of you. Jesus Christ. Bombing, <laughs> bombing on an open mic is humbling. You've done it? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, shit. oh, yeah, dude. We gotta go. We gotta do it. I'm down, what do you dude. Do? We got a partner. You to just go fucking with cheat, keep it pushing, and try not to. Mm, uh, you, you, uh, clown uh, you clown people? You clown people in front of you? Crowd work? Uh, I've, I've been heckled like once, and I got in that ass real quick. <laughs> Cause like oh, that's I, if y'all know me the the my my clapbacks are on point so I was just like, hey you thirsty man yeah get him a shot of shut the fuck up please yeah. <laughs> anyway yeah. so there I was doing meth on the streets right <laughs> right 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 that's fucking and that's the thing it was endless supplies of fucking material bro and like I have it all like you go in, I go in my notes section and I'll type out my skits or my jokes and like this is the big part is not for me not talking too fast or skipping over a point and then pauses because in comedy, it requires a lot of pauses for laughs. And then you'll spend months working on a bit and fucking just to get like a seven minute section. It's such an art, man. And I'm learning that at Toastmasters too. And I'm getting better at it slowly, but pauses are so important in, in public speaking, probably in comedy too. You want to cut up, cut out all the stuff you don't need to say. Is that time? elapses like there's a guy that gave a speech and he's been around a while and he just had no awareness of time he went like eight minutes over oh god it's, it's like all right it's all good and so every time <laughs> i, I know do people a speech, like that at meeting every time i prepare a speech <laughs> did you not hear there, the fucking buzzer bad <laughs> yeah you know so it, it's it's hard there's so many elements and i imagine in comedy too like those pauses you let it sit a little bit and the you know the way you look, the your hand gestures, all that stuff. So I yeah, I'm know. definitely looking forward uh, to going. That sounds good. So one of you guys exchange you numbers and get the fuck on with your life then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so you need a new balance, huh, Brendan? You need a yeah. Leader. Let's <laughs> toss one more thing. On yeah, plate. right. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Because I've got time for this. Oh my god. And it's a, and they're at like ten or eleven o'clock at night. Oh god, <laughs> yeah. damn. Yeah, no. Yeah. Zombie land. Yeah. <laughs> Find me at 8 p.m. in bed. Hey, did, yeah. did we ever tell you how many downloads your episode had? Mm-mm. Well, uh, somewhere between a lot and a fuck time. <laughs> it was nice. fucking, yeah. It you was kept really, sending me fucking yeah, graphs, and I'm like, uh, uh, I don't understand this. I don't understand this. this. Yeah, I bet, I bet you're at, well, I don't know, but I know the last time that I looked, it was like 600. Oh, he got it right here. I'll pull it up right now. Episodes overview. You have... 
Wow. 635 downloads, which probably equates to something like 1,200 or 1,500 listens. Oh, really? Yeah, that's the by far the most. The closest one to you would be Gloria. El- Elise's has 356. Uh, Ian's has 222. Juan's has 267. And then, yeah. See, when you said wow. 600 something, I was like, 600 something people don't feel like a lot. It, it well, is for us. No, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it is for a podcast, too. Oh, really? You know, think about it. It's not like social media and likes, you know what I mean? It's like people actually, this is saying that they're listening to the entire oh. 40 minutes or half. You know what I mean? So even 40 cool. minutes. So that's, that's a lot. That's a fucking shit ton. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Everybody listen. Yeah, I know. And, and, because and, this and, and we don't know who that is, though, too. So that's another cool part, right? So it could be a follower that you have in fucking butt-fucked Egypt, and they're fucking listening to the show, and then it pings on this, and that's how we get, like, we have eight people in Germany. We have more in Mexico now. We have, like, six. Damn, we got a fucking, fucking one in Germany. Seattle. Dude, no, Canada. By the way, Dem- Canada, we have, like, 12. Bro, Denver has, like, fucking 32 listeners. Let's go. Yeah. Straight up. Hey, shout out to you, Denver. Picked up you know Russell why? Wilson. They, they're probably listening to us. They're like, fucking pussies can't smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a little bit of a technical error where uh, I broke one of the fucking cords of the laptop, and we were sitting at a cool 19% of battery life on the laptop, so we got about 10 more minutes, y'all. Oh, okay. Good. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm way Here's better than one. that. Fuck that shit. What the yeah, I know. Yeah. Storytime with Art is fucking dope. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, everybody listening, it's at Storytime with Art on Instagram. And do your fucking self a favor. It's fucking, it's gold. And that's what I love about it is that you, the, if I want to sit down and use my brain for a second, I'll listen to a Storytime with Art episode or skit. And it's, you always come correct with the information, bro. And I'm, I would encourage you to keep going. It's, you're in the same spot we are. Like, the fucking make it or break it. You haven't caught the algorithm yet, but my fucking homeboy, you know him, Zach, fucking uh-huh. caught the algorithm, and that boy's chilling with fucking. Yeah. But it's because it's it pertains to people and it engages, and you just gotta you gotta hone your craft. That's exactly what I'm trying to do, and like like Clea was saying, like you guys are at a critical juncture in your, you know, goals with LFG, and that's where I'm trying to just keep pounding out content. And as I talk to other people and other motivational speakers, like they did it without getting paid for like two, three, four, five years. Right. And then you hit and then, you know, because oh, you kept following through, you know, it finally led to somewhere and, and you kind of can do it for a living, but we'll see. I, the number one thing is I'll never regret doing it. Trying to, it. It, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed the process and we're talking about time. Right. We were talking about time, like enjoying your time, you know, like everything you do, like I'm trying to make it an enjoyable experience. So how can I ever regret something that was an enjoyable, enjoyable experience, whether I profited financially from it or not? I had a smile on my face when I was creating. So Kevin Hart, 20 years he was in the game. Twenty years. Then, then, then he finally blew yeah, up. Right? Like yeah, exactly. You have no, exactly. you no know, say as when you when it happens for you, but at the same time, if you're enjoying it, it's part of the journey. You know. Yeah. Kevin Hart was on in the movie Soul Plane, and most people don't remember that. I don't even know what that is. It was a movie with Snoop Dogg, who was the pilot. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I gotta watch that. <laughs> Soul Plane was a fucking banger. It was pretty funny, but Kevin Hart's in it, and it was like before he ever became anybody. Shout out to Philadelphia, that's where uh, the man's is from. The oh yeah, name. yeah. P-Town, baby. Art, Art, give us like one piece of advice in life right now. Do you need a topic? No. 
No. <laughs> not, not really. So, oh gosh. If it's, if it's something you could tell your younger self right My now. My younger self? Yeah. Wow, don't do drugs. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Would you one, have listened? One thing is, is don't create emotional problems with your own thoughts. Like, mm. don't, tra- tra- don't time travel to the past or the future if it's causing you emotional pain because it's not reality. Like, I don't know if there's an afterlife. I believe there is, but I don't know. But if there is eternal life, it will be experienced in the moment. So, you know, we've all go, gone through difficult times. And, and when I was going through a difficult time, I could not find my way to the present moment, which was actually reality. So, you know, retrospect is important because you can learn from your mistakes and stuff. And planning forethought and planning your future is really important. But, like, worrying about stuff, like, you're just creating your own emotional problems. Uh-huh. Stock market crashing. Oh, I'm going to lose my house. <laughs> It is what it is. What's the logical next step that I can do to improve the quality of my life? Mm. That's what it boils down to. Yeah, living in the moment is what I heard. Yeah, that's what. God damn, fuck yeah, dude. What about you, Clay? Huh? Don't act like ain't getting on the seat. Let's go. I'm interviewed. Okay, so as Rafa, I would like. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to say, um, what's one piece of advice I would tell my younger self? God damn, I don't know. Okay. I, I I mean I wanted to hear from art. I don't there's I think I just go for it. Right. I just mean, go for I it. But I've done that my whole life and I've done it negatively. Yeah, I think I wouldn't change shit about the way my Yeah, life I mean went. I wouldn't I wouldn't change it because I mean it definitely it's led me to the person that I am today, but I would definitely, you know, wish that I hadn't done like a lot of drugs. You know what I mean? And gone to the places that I've gone. Like started earlier. But uh, at the end of the day, if we hadn't have done all those things, we would not be here right now sitting and doing this podcast. With our wisdom, with the things, nah. you know, there's a lot to it. Mm-hmm. That's why it's a hard question, you know. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I know. what would you tell your younger self? I would tell myself just to go for it, whatever it is. Yeah. You I, know? I, I, oh, so you would say, let's fucking go? Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Let's Nailed fucking it. go. <laughs> I definitely think that. I gotta stop doing that. It's a good question, <laughs> but it, you guys are 100% right. Like, I couldn't go. I, I. I've done that a million times or retrospectively thinking of like going back and like, what if this and this, it doesn't matter. Cause it already happened. What could I tell somebody that was, that is younger than me though? Like, it's okay to be different. That's my piece. Like it's okay to fail. It's okay to be different and you should, it's okay to be fucking successful too and win. It's okay to fucking win. Cause for a long time, like I didn't think I deserved to win and now I fucking do. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I like that. I do too. I, I really appreciate you guys coming on. It's unfortunate that we've had some difficulties with this fucking cord, but you know, Art will definitely have you back on, and and I know that after people listen to this, they're gonna want to hear your story. Um, Clea, one hundred percent, you're gonna you have to come back on once the ground is broken on some of the things that you want to do and share about that because, you know, look at the end of the day, man, we're we're all here to help one another out, but the things that fucking um, you know, Clea, what you're doing is gonna help out fucking so many fucking people. You know what I mean? And art in the same way. I mean, I was thinking like when you were speaking, like you would fit into the corporate world. So, cause that's the, in order to be a leader in a building, you have got to speak well and you have to be loud. And that's why I, I 
in a short amount of time, you know, how I got to where I was at is because I was loud, I can speak, and I can do the rah-rah thing, you know? And you have that. Do the rah-rah thing. Like, you can totally do, do that, you know? Come on. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you all got talents, man. If you're listening, just know you got talents out there, you know? And, you know, we've all been given gifts, and it's not only for our own benefit, it's to share with others. You know, whatever gifts we have... It's not just for ourselves. It's it's for our offering to the world to make it a better place. You right. Know? And it's never perfect. People wait to share their gifts, you know, because they want mm-hmm. it to be perfect or they're scared of what yeah. people are going to say or what if they don't like it or what if it's not good Fear. enough. And it's really like, if I look at the shit that I used to make, I am embarrassed. There's people, <laughs> there's people walking by like, do you remember this? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know who the fuck did that because it was not me. That's why that shit was 20 bucks, you know? <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. But, you know, you got to start. Yeah. You got to start. You can't get better if you don't start. Yeah, overcome your insecurities. Like, every time I do a video, especially when I first started doing it, I was like, people are going to think I'm stupid. This is dumb. And yeah. I just had to get over that fear and like, hey, right. this is what I got. And every piece of material is not going to be great. You know, that's just how it works. You know, you just keep, you know, trying to figure it out and try to produce something, you know, people like. You got to Nike that shit. Just fucking do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go for the ride. Yeah. LFG. Thanks, guys. It's been, oh. a f- it's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, yeah, baby. Let's fucking go. another episode of the LFG 1904 show. Yeah. You know the fucking deal. 